From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and we've got Jeff back with us today. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for joining me to talk about Wink, 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 right? But first... Right? First, we have a joke. Are you ready for it? Oh, I'm always ready. You're my favorite. I know. You love these so much. And this will make sense, but I'm going to have to explain it as far as why I'm choosing this one. So, you know. Okay, I thought you said you have to explain the joke. And I said, well, it's not going to be funny then. (laughs) I will not have to explain the joke. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What do you hear in a cave in the rainforest? Mm, I don't know. An Amazon Echo. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Oh. Please don't groan at my jokes. Um, I actually had to tell a joke with no audience, uh, no other person (laughs) on the call on one of them, um, and talk about something that makes you feel sad. (laughs) You don't know if the joke landed. It landed. It definitely landed. Uh, So the reason I wanted to tell that joke was because we're going to talk about Wink today, which is an, I guess I'll call it an add-on app for Snapchat, right? Yep, that's that's how I understand it. But the reason that 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 joke made me think of this was because it's also the name of a... um, like a home smart device. And so as I was looking some things up, I kept clicking into the wrong product because I was clicking into the smart device instead of this Wink app to get more information. So a little bit confusing that way, depending on uh, who's looking for it or, or where you're looking at. But we got to the right one. So yeah, let's let's talk about this. Okay. So it is a, when you first looked at it, you said you said the exact same thing I thought. It's kind of like a Tinder for Snapchat, which we've heard about before, but it's just a new one, right? Correct. Yeah, like any other new app, it's just a little bit different, different take on it. It reminds me of kind of like Meet Me, a little bit different than Meet Me, but kind of the same concept, I think. Yeah, and that's what, um, so I'm looking at it right now, and it says, make new Snap friends. And basically, you're swiping to find strangers, to, to like new new friends, strangers to talk to and befriend on Snapchat, right? Correct. Okay. Um, so when you make an account, you can choose to hook it to your Snapchat account or your Google account. And it asks you a few different, (laughs) that's okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm less familiar with it than, um, I think you might be in the initial stages, but, um, when you do that, then it's going to ask you your age. It doesn't do anything to verify that. And it's going to ask you basically kind of who you're looking to connect with, right? As far as um, other age groups or if you are looking to connect with a certain gender or that sort of thing. Correct. Yeah, I set up a account right before this and it let me pick my age and it gave me around the similar age as mine. Um, So it gave me five age ranges uh, above and below mine. So I set my age as... 13 and it gave or 14 i'm sorry it gave me ages 13 through 17 to pick from 
when I look through, I swipe through people that it paired me with. Gotcha. And we should say, little caveat, we do not recommend this, right? But we do it um, just right. so we can kind of gauge it for safety reasons, and then you're going to junk the account. So we're just trying to figure out right. how it works and what it forces us to verify so we can share that information with others. Yeah, and just like any other app, if you set your age to that age, it usually alters the content for that age. So like when underage people who are maybe 13, 14, whatever, set their account as they're over 18, it's not going to filter out some of that adult content. And it looked like through this app, at least from what I saw in my short time testing it out, it looked like it geared all the, like, you know, the other users between 13 to 17. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if you turn it over 18, I don't know what the age range would be, if it would just be anyone over the age of 18 or if it would keep it right in the same category. Sure. Right. Either way, risky, right? <clears throat> right. Um, so I'm taking a look at Common Sense Media because they always give us a really good overview of these new apps that we're learning about. And this one says, if you swipe right on a user's photo and they swipe right on yours, you can add each other as friends. You get a limited number of swipes per day by spending what they call gems, and you can earn more gems by checking in on the app daily, doing different things, sharing your con. Oh, sharing your friend's contact information. Oh my. Um, and sharing about the app on social media. So they're really pushing for users to share not only their information, but their friend's information as well. Yeah. When I set up my account, it didn't ask me about any of my Snapchat friends. It just has my account. And when I did test it, I swiped a bunch of times and I did lose 10 gems. So I was wondering if that was based on how many times you swiped or how they, uh, how many you get before they give you some back or anything like that. You spent 10 gems, Jeff. Yeah, I spent 10 <laughs> gems. I don't know how if I can get them back or not. I'm really nervous about it. <laughs> so this, this says, interestingly enough, this says that users technically have to be 17 to use the service, but there's no age verification process. And we know that it gives you the option to choose an age under that. So this might be a little bit um, outdated as far as information goes on that. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I was in the app, um, it lets you swipe to look at other users and then they, it would give you their likes. Uh, it said like somewhere fishing or sports or whatever. And then there was a little X on the bottom or a green check mark. Hmm. So I wonder if you get the check mark, then that means you liked them. Um, I'm not sure I didn't click on any because I didn't want to talk to anybody on there. <laughs> uh, and then it also gave you an option at the top that there was a thing that you could play games. So there's a swipe games and then a random. Uh, and I clicked on the random and it said it was connecting me with a random user. So I canceled that right away. But I don't know if that takes it off the list of people you swiped with or how they come up with the randoms for that as well. Hmm. And then I suppose you're able to connect with them with that user on the same methods that you do through Snapchat. So you can send. Uh, you could send snaps, you could do um, kind of live streaming, you could do, you know, any of right. those types of connections. Okay, interesting. Yeesh. Um, I'm just reading on here too, as far as risk level, <laughs> we'll bump it up even <laughs> further. <laughs> Some user reviews have reported Wink profiles linked to so-called premium Snapchat accounts that sell nude images and other pornography. So that's not the app's focus. But misleading connections are definitely possible. So certainly some risk there for our, our child users um, that might be using that under the age of 17, um, getting into something that they're not expecting. 
Yeah, correct. And I'm wondering, like I said, when I swiped through, I swiped through and saw, I started seeing the same users again. So I'm wondering if you would set your profile over the age of 18, if it would unlimit that and there would be those access to those other profiles that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't, I shouldn't say like, but it's really cute. It is a really cute logo though, isn't it? It's a, it's a Snapchat-esque logo um, on turquoise where it's just the little face and he's winking his little tongues out. So I can definitely see how this is um, appealing to young users. I can get why, why they would want to take a look at that. But right. If, with just like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'd say just by looking at the, when you said wink, I looked at the picture for it. So all this looks like, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. And I should say, so as all of us are, are struggling a little with technology, we are too, right? So we're having to do this over, um, virtual connection. And so your call dropped in and out just a little bit there, but, um, we'll make it work. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's it. It's okay. It's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you go on the actual app store, I'm just taking a look at it here. So they've got Wink, Swipe, Chat, and Play. So like you were mentioning with the casual mini games that you can play. Um, but it says Wink is the best place to make new friends from all over the world. It's as easy as swiping right and starting up a conversation with your new potential, oh, with your potential new bestie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes on to say that you can, on Wink, you can swipe, you can chat, you can express yourself. Uh, which means you can add up to six photos of yourself, add a bio that explains more about who you are, add your unique interests, and change your background using the Wink Shop. Using interests is a great way to find friends who already have things in common with you. And then it says, P.S. Wink is for friendships only. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to say, this is very similar to things that we see in adult dating apps online. Yeah, I would I would say that that is that is an accurate statement. And yeah. also, I, I tried to create a profile without an image, and it forces you to have an image as a profile picture. Oh, interesting. Does it let you choose? Yeah. Would it have let you choose a um, like an avatar or something? So I told it to import my Snapchat avatar, but when it set up the profile, it made me select an image. I couldn't skip that screen. Okay. So either to take one with my phone or select one from my gallery. Interesting. So you could still misrepresent yourself, but you'd have to misrepresent yourself as an actual person and not as a cartoon or something like that. Correct. Unless I guess there's a picture of your Bitmoji on a computer screen or something. You take a picture of it that way or sure. however you wanted to do it. There's ways around that, I'm sure, but... But yeah, it forces you to make a picture, and like I said, it's really pushing to get those random connections with people that could be your potential best friends. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, uh, teenagers or children are knowing that their best friends are probably people they're going to meet in person. But I guess it is possible they could meet them online, but yeah. not not the best avenue to go about that, probably. Yeah. So let's take a look at uh, common sense. Is always really good at giving us. Um, discussion suggestions on things we can uh, use as talking points with our kids when we're talking about these apps. So for this one, we've got uh, families can talk about using apps like Wink, um, making new snap friends and the long-term effects of sharing what are assumed to be private moments through apps like Snapchat and Instagram. So basically like what are the risks? 
with sharing what are assumed to be private moments, which we know that's a conversation that I think people are pretty used to having anymore with the disappearing photos now. Correct. Yeah. Um, this one says, talk about how Winks looks only style can affect a person's self-esteem. So that's like what you were just saying. If it's forcing you to have a photo and it's forcing people to only connect based on looks, um, you know, how does that have a psychological impact for people? And I'm sure it right. would. Um, talk about sharing things online, what's entertaining and funny to post and what's not. And I would go a step further on this and say, is it okay to share your friend's contact information with an app? To gain, to gain gems, because that seems... Right. That doesn't um, seem like the best best thing to do. No, but. I would not like it if somebody did that with my information. Um, right. So but definitely... digital currency, you know? They want to have more than their friends. So if they can send out their friends' information to get some more gems, I guess, why not? Yeah, and I suppose if they send it out first, then... Right. <laughs> they get the yeah, gems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a good one to talk about. You know, we've talked in the past about... If you are posting photos or that sort of thing, like maybe thinking about checking in with that person, depending on what the photo is. I know that's not always realistic anymore, um, but this is a, along those same lines, kind of checking in with people. Is it okay for me to share your contact information with this app? Um, again, I don't know how realistic it, that is, but I, I think from a privacy standpoint, you'd really want, if it was your friends, I think you'd want to let them know if you were sharing their information on an app like this. Yeah, with some random new best friend you just met, you probably <laughs> want to make sure that they actually do them before sharing your information. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then families can talk about what it means to take photos and manipulate images. When is that fun and when might it not be okay? Um, so I think they're probably talking about adding on the filters and adding, you know, maybe stickers or things like that. Because a lot of times you can take a photo and then add the stickers or filters afterward and then reshare that Um and so just making sure, again, that you're thinking, thinking twice, posting once, you know, our age old rules um, on whether or not something would be hurtful to somebody um, or have a negative impact that you maybe didn't intend. Right. Yeah. And I know like with all the everybody being well, most most school districts, a lot of them around here, at least are still remote. Like I know my kids haven't been in school since March. So ever all their online contact seems to be through computer or, you know, my one friend doesn't have an Xbox or have an Android phone, so you can only have this specific app to talk to us or whatever the circumstances is. So it's always important to, you know, keep instilling those those basic facts you said, like make sure you ask Sorry to post things and things like that because the digital age now, kids are using these new apps and these new new programs, and it's just important for parents to know the capabilities and what they can do. Yeah, definitely. Good point. Um, so if you have things that you want us to look into for you, if you've got apps your kids are interested in using and you want to hear some extra thoughts on that, please get a hold of us through um, social media or on our website at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. We're happy to look into that for you. Otherwise, um, the Common Sense Media uh, has a great section where you can look up apps and see a lot of this type of information that I was just sharing on popular apps and games. And it's a great way to kind of familiarize yourself with not only what the app or game is, but also maybe what other parents think um, the risk factors might be and things that you just want to be aware of as your child might be interested in using that. So 
um, always good ways to find some information on whatever you're looking for. So thanks, Jeff, as always. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dana. You betcha. Stay safe.